If you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? From the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest, you are listening to the Ernest Mann Show. I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Coming to you no matter where, what time, or what place you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful, but sometimes incredibly crazy world we all live in. Well, hello, folks. Thanks for tuning in, or for tuning in again. We made it through the week. It is Monday. It is a great, grand, and glorious Monday. And I have some really serious financial advice that I would like to share with you. This is episode number 237. Sick of being broke? Then listen to this or stay broke. I wondered after all of the uh, emails that I keep getting, um, when would it ever stop when they want me to talk about and advise about money? Now, uh, I'm sure that many of you are aware, perhaps more than aware, perhaps acutely aware, that things are, um, well, things are pretty bad right now, financially, otherwise as well. Sometimes that's why I have <clears throat> titles like Going to Hell in a Handbasket and Make no mistake, the reason for that is basically, I believe it is. I believe this country is going to hell in a handbasket. And so I figured there are enough people out there with um, functioning brain cells left that um, they could use the help. I could use the help. Certain feathers that will flock together. <laughs> we could all use the help and we could help each other. So that's what this is about. That's what this episode specifically is about. So basically, I was going to give some a few analogies. I like analogies. I think they work well at conveying messages. So let me give you let me give you this one before I go into this whole um, story. Uh, there are two men in the desert. They have a car. Um, somehow they run into each other. They're complete strangers, and the one guy is completely lost. And he has a half tank of gas in his car. The other guy um, is not lost at all. He knows 
He knows exactly where he is and where you need to go. And he also has a half tank of gas. So they meet and they briefly talk. And the guy who doesn't know where the hell he is asks guy, you know, and he's, look, I'm dying of thirst. And, you know, maybe uh, the wiser person who knows the desert, he has a little water and he gives him some water and he's very thankful, you know. And he says, uh, yeah, I want to go to such and such. And the guy who knows where the hell it is says to him, yeah, okay, I know exactly where that is. And the other guy's very, very happy. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly how it is. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, can you tell me? Because I'd really like to get there. And he said, well, I could, I could tell you, but it won't do you any good. And so the guy says, why not? And he says, you don't have enough fuel to get there. And the look over his face isn't, you know, it's not pleasant. And um, he says, as a matter of fact, that's, I found myself in a situation out here that was unfortunate. And I ended up fixing the car. But, um, yeah, I know exactly where it is, but um, I don't have enough uh, fuel to get there either. And so there's a long moment, and they look at each other, and so they, the guy that knows where the hell to go, he says, well, this is simple, you know, he, if we had one full tank, get in my car, siphon the, the fuel out of your car, we leave that, and I'll take you, and we both successfully get to where we want to go. And so that's exactly what they do. That's it. And... For the sake of the um, expeditiousness of this story, I'll say they both live very happily ever after. Now, if the man who uh, was lost, who had the half tank of gas, if he was an asshole or delusional or just had his crazy paper maps or what have you, and he said, oh, you're probably just some kind of crook to hell with you. I'll, I'll try and find my own way. Well, chances are he wouldn't have, and he would have just died out miserably in the desert. And probably because of the unfortunateness of his situation, even though he knew exactly where to go, unfortunately, maybe the other guy who did know where the uh, city was, um, may have also perished. Although, maybe by a miracle, another person, he could have found another person, again, combined their resources and made it to the destination that ultimately they both wanted to arrive at. I'm going to tell you another little personal story, and this is much shorter. I had... The other day, I was having some bugs with my um, cable service. And so, they sent a cable guy out. And uh, he fixed the problem after a while. And he seemed like a pleasant enough fellow. And uh, in between, he had to... Uh, 
wait fairly long periods, 10, 15 minutes for various phone calls to get back to him. So, you know, we had some time to chat. We did a little chatting and he had some health concerns. Um, he was, you know, I don't know, mid thirties, but he was really overweight and he had some health concerns. And in the time being that I was talking to him, I, you know, I said, oh yeah, I know about that. And he said, oh, okay. And um, there was something else health related. I said, oh yeah, I, I know about that too. And then, yeah, there was another issue concerning whether he should eat this or not eat that. And I said, oh, yep, I know about that. Now, the reason why I kept saying I know about that, notice I didn't start telling him anything, is a reason for this, which is, generally speaking, what I found is that People really appreciate what they have to earn as opposed to just, you know, for absolutely no exchange for nothing, constantly giving things away. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever been associated or whatnot in your life or known people that have been given and given and given and given and given and basically don't fucking appreciate anything because they've had everything handed to them? Well, I'm not one of those people. Pretty much everything that I've had, I've had to earn. And what was given to me, I made damn sure I gave back in kind. Even if it wasn't requested or necessary, it's just what I do. I have found it to be a good working policy. So, that's a long-winded way of saying, I do for you, you do for me. And I think if you, um, you know, if you could appreciate where I'm coming from, you would understand and agree with me, perhaps, that as a whole, if the world operated this way, which, unfortunately, it doesn't, but if it did, and there was a whole lot more of that, I think we would have a much better world. At least I think so. So at any rate, after talking to this uh, with this guy for for a while, um, back and forth, and and uh, he, I said, "Well, I'll tell you what I'll do." I said, "I'll share some information with you if you do a little thing for me." And he said, what's that? And I said, well, I have a, uh, you know, I have a website and I also have a podcast channel. And I showed him where the podcast channel was. And I said, you know, I said, if you could just tune in and listen to an episode and maybe, you know, subscribe, um, that would be really, really appreciated. And he was all enthusiastic, and he says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely, yeah, I, I like that kind of stuff. I said, okay, so, yeah. So, tell you what, you do that for me, and I'll share the information that you want with you. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure, fine, great, blah, blah, blah. So, in this case, what happened, pretty much what I predicted would happen was that, <sighs> 
Um, he didn't. He didn't go and check it out. And even if he did, I mean, he didn't subscribe. Um, so it's like, okay. Um, I didn't hear anything from it all. Um, then I got an email from him from my contact page and he says, Hey, yeah, this is so-and-so. Remember I was the, the guy that did your KI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you said you were going to tell me about that thing concerning, you know, for my health and my, and I said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you said you were going to subscribe to my channel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, here it goes. I'm sorry, I just haven't gotten around to it. Blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hmm, okay, I, I got you. Um, folks, uh, any of you listening out there, how long does it take to click the subscribe button? I think, what does it take? One second, I think, ish. Because if for only one reason, as a, as a point of character, is that he said that he had would agree to doing this for me and then I would do that for him. And so a few more days passes and still no subscribe. So uh, talk about, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face. Um, he, he missed some very potentially life-saving, valuable uh, information because... The reason is he would not follow through on what he claimed that he would. That's called bullshitting. And so that is part and partial of what it is I'm talking about is people by and large, and even those people that have known that have a great deal of money, everything is a one-way road or for those who lose. Um, and this ties into why your ass is broke all the time. I told you I was going to get to that. We will. Hang in there. It's an unwillingness to give. You know, what you'll find in the case of most people, I'm not talking about corporate things that they're selling a product or some nonsense like that i'm talking about you know if you help your next door neighbor out with something or they have an emergency usually typically unless they're a sociopath or a narcissist unless it's those two things um they will in turn if you help people they will help you many times over because that's the way normal people are, and that's great. I think that's wonderful. I have done that myself for people many, many, many times. <clears throat> but I have uh, decided to do this little experiment, which is going to be included in my book whenever I decide to get that published, um, that basically is looking at a commitment where people are and how that is connected to, well, 
failing in business, failing in love, failing in relationships, and just failing in life. Or even if they have some of those things, they're still unhappy because they choose to ignore the one absolute fundamental truth of existence is that you can't have an all-give, I'm sorry, an all-take and no-give approach to life. That is anti-life. That will get you nowhere. Many people, you can, for instance, you can go on YouTube. The one good thing about YouTube is not, not a lot, but one of the good things is, is that it is a pretty good source of just um, varied, strange, kind of unusual stuff. For instance, you could type in, as an example, um, you know, lottery winners that went broke overnight or uh, of the, something along those lines. And you'll come up with a slew of videos naming names, photos, actual video of them. You know, it could be, you know, Donald Dimshit of Tupelo, Mississippi, won 80 point something million in the something something lottery and was completely broke and destitute like two or three years later. And that is because um, what many of these folks, what they don't understand is that it's okay it's it's a it's a miracle it's no short of being a miracle that you won this money but having all that money and being able to hold on to it is an entirely different matter so that's why for instance if you let's say you want you want a a house you can afford you have the money, I'm saying whether you hit the lottery or not, just let's say you have the money, you have the means that you can have a custom home built. So that means you, you've probably got, you know, some money, some serious money, and you can, um, you can do this. Um, but if you decide that you're just willy-nilly, Pretend that you're a draftsman, the electrician, the plumber, everything, and just some scratch, and you're going to design this whole thing and build it yourself. Well, unless you have, unless you have many serious skills in all those fields, um, <laughs> this thing is going to be a fucking nightmare. Um, that's why if you want this done. You sit down with a home builder and you take the, you know, several or many hours that it is to get this done. And once everything is outlined in the rooms and the dimensions and once you do all that, all that is pretty much in place is 98% done. Then as far as all the details of how that is actually transformed into um you know discussion with all the the carpenters plumbers electricians um that's what they do on their end they take care of all that and you have your nice new beautiful home in other words when you don't know what the hell you're doing about something 
you just have some very vague general notion that does not bode well for a future so like for instance um i have some very definite ideas of what i want to do in my life and i also have some very definite ideas of how to get there so um all i'm trying to say is that you stay broke because well of one of multiple reasons now if you're working really low paying shit jobs well that that undoubtedly makes it tough it makes it tough just surviving but i wasn't talking about that i was talking about i know people that make you know relatively good money they're making either close to or over 100k and that's for one person and still they're constantly broke and so <laughs> you might wonder if you're someone here and you're making 20k a year and you're you that's the first thing you're thinking of oh my god what i mean what an idiot i mean if if i was making 100k a year you best believe i would have this 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 and this and maybe you would because unfortunately the system isn't fair or at least i should say it's not certainly not fair currently I remember when it was at least, I'll say, much fairer than it currently is. I remember very clearly um, growing up and everyone in the neighborhood where I grew up, they had one parent that worked a job and the other was the homemaker. And, you know, you can't with a wide brush you can't just turn around at this stuff as though it is that ancient old just because even if it was old it doesn't change the fact that it was better it was much much better and you know one income with one uh, you know what they call the whole traditional family thing yep one income mom was home um had a car um paid for and paying for the house and having money in the bank and good food on the table and squirreling also squirreling away savings and that was just on one union salary and I've, I've explained all this before i've talked about this at length but that's not what i'm talking about here what i'm talking about is it is not so much the money that you may have or the money that you are earning there's a whole number of other ways that quite frankly your money is on one end it's being stolen from you and on the other hand, a lot of people are just really being incredibly stupid with their money. So you put those two things together and you turn around and you say, well, I do all this. Why am I not getting anywhere? Well, there's your answer. And actually, it goes 
it goes much deeper than that and much more complex than that but that's also not the primary message that I'm talking about in this case what I'm talking about <clears throat> what I'm trying to get a response about you know is the fact that <clears throat> there is so much that has been turned on its head as far as greed is concerned you know desperation people wanting to just have and hoard all their money but never wanting to um let's say really invest i don't mean in the wall street stock swindler game i don't mean that i mean invest in friends or family members or what have you because that's what actually really matters not giving the money away to the swindlers and uh, <clears throat> but besides that it's a whole this whole really screwed up attitude um that so many um especially young people are <clears throat> they are beholden to the fact that somehow they just get something for nothing and these are the people walking i'm talking about the ones that show they show the mindset that they have by walking i've seen them walking everywhere walking in a crosswalk and again, their face is glued to their fucking phone. Blip, 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 blip. Paying no attention to the world around them. So when a car comes around a corner, runs their ass over, they were, you know, busy checking out God only knows what on Reddit or YouTube or whatever. People so disconnected that they literally don't understand the phrase or the meaning of the writing on the wall. If you're going to be that way, there's no there's no helping you. You know, you have your these are people that have their head shoved so far proverbially up their ass that no amount of enlightenment is going to reach there. No amount of anything gently tapping them on the shoulder saying, "Hey, um, you know, I think you need to check this out over here or I think you need to check this out over there. In other words, you know, come on, let's pull our ass out of our head and look at this to deal with it effectively. So, in that respect, whatever your income may be, um, certainly, certainly beyond the level of poverty, let's say, and that is that is and always has been very difficult to get out of um except except historically number one it, uh, people of having the advantage of that have been women of course for what should be self-evident reasons and i know the woke people their head just blowing off their shoulders i'm sorry you could just read some fucking history okay okay but <clears throat> barring that generally speaking such is not the case with men and um but today's men quite frankly 
my observation is that they are incredibly, um, you know, incredibly uh, penny-wise and pound-foolish. And I have just so many examples and stories about that, but it boggles the mind. I just, they, they, they do not make the long-term connection with anything, and that includes relationships. And that really includes um, investing in people and investing in situations. So, what, you know, what, what do I say? Um, I, what I stopped doing a long time ago, as an example, was I, I no longer was willing to help people if they don't and are not willing to do a damn thing for me. You know, I'll do one thing for you once, and if uh, maybe twice after that, you know, if you can't even have the decency to invite me over for a backyard barbecue or something, then the hell with you. That's the kind of just really, really cheap, low thinking that I'm talking about. It goes along. <clears throat> it goes along with the mentality, um, this prevailing mentality of this the something for nothing. And that's what you see. That's what um, Walmart was built on. The whole thing going all the way back. I remember them from the beginning. I know the psychology. The psychology was played very well. And people have been conditioned, not only did it work as successful marketing, but I'm saying we're talking an entire at least two or three generations now that have been utterly convinced that they, you know, of the something for nothing. That's what sells Walmart. That's what sells a Target and other places of their ilk, but the main one. Uh, until Amazon, but the main, the, the, the OG of this was, was Walmart, and still is. And just incredibly, incredibly low prices and just, you know, and just always expecting. And the problem is that carries over, that carries over into their own personal lives where everyone around them is just another commodity and um, they expect something for nothing. They fucking that's then, and I can't, I can't stand those people. You know, they do not recognize quality and will not recognize quality, and they wouldn't know a sound investment, quite literally, until you know hit them over the head. They and then they still probably wouldn't. So. If you're wondering why, um, you know, you're broke, if you're wondering why, and then it's not only that, but this, despite all of your flailing around in the financial water, well, that's not going to, you know, that's not going to change anything. It's not going to get you out of it. All you're doing is flailing around. You know, if you fall in quicksand, 
you the worst thing you can do is just recognize and panic and start flailing all around in the quicksand you have to have a plan and the plan if you have another person and they go equally crazy and they just flip out and they're just trying and they jump in the quicksand or trying to reach in flail in with you well they're going to go under too now what i would do is you know quickly but calmly have a strong rope tie it to a strong tree branch if available and i toss that rope to you make sure you grab it the very first thing you do i tell you is to tie it around your waist quickly under your arms and then if you're that exhausted then you can be pulled out you know a lot of people they show in the old movies and they just throw them the rope the rope and they grab hold of the rope you don't want to do that maybe if they're smart enough they'll grab the rope and they'll twist it around their hand a few times that's a little better but the, actually the very first thing you want to do in that situation is grab the rope and tie it around your waist in other words to save your ass there is an actual procedure it's based on well it's based on intelligence the best thing to get you out of something may not necessarily appear to you as what you would do and it doesn't if your ass is just busy flailing around in something you're not listening if you have for instance a better idea about something and it has value well you're not going to get anywhere with that idea if you're stomping around bitching and complaining how poor you are you have to get around the right people and you have to say the right things and you have to say what you're saying at least reasonably intelligently and then maybe they'll sign that contract or maybe they'll commit in other words it's not necessarily what you want that is wrong it's the way you're going about it now, i've said this old saying a million times that is <clears throat> if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you always got if you want to know more you know how to reach me take care you know wherever you may be in this world and whether it be morning noon or night that you're listening to the show I do appreciate it but I would really appreciate it even more if you would go to my website because not only can you listen to all my episodes but there's just so much more going on so check it out go on over to the earnestmanshow.com leave a comment subscribe or hit that notification bell whatever the case may be until next time this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words just bad actions <laughs> <laughs>